Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 275 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about the state of the LA Angels. On Tuesday, the Angels waived pitchers Lucas Giolito, Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, Dominic Leone, and outfielders Hunter Renfro and Randall Gritchick. When they acquired Giolito, it was a sign that the team was all in on this season, but the pitcher went 1 in 5 with a 6.89 ERA with the Angels. For the longest time, they have been a team with two elite players, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, that any team in baseball would be happy to have. But the team is not fully taking advantage of these otherworldly talents. Otani, as a pitcher, has now been shut down for the rest of the season and is about to head into free agency. And Mike Trout has won multiple MVPs. He's been the best player in baseball for a long period of time. Time. He has only been to the postseason one time in his major league career, and it was in his second season in the league. Now, one could look at these moves as logically the Angels getting rid of these players to save up money to re-sign Shohei Otani, which of course would be a victory for the team. He's a household name, and there's no one in the history of the sport like him. But what does it matter if all they do is re-sign him and do nothing else? Your answer can no longer be... I have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. That doesn't win baseball games alone. That's exciting. That will get people to watch your team and care about your team. But it doesn't make you a playoff team. And the clock is ticking to take advantage of these two being two of the very best players in the sport. I am sure Mike Trout is sick and tired of missing the postseason. I understand he's a loyal guy, but at some point he's going to be frustrated by the situation and asked to leave the organization. I know he has a decade-long contract. That doesn't matter. He is going to get frustrated. He wants to play on the biggest stage. We saw it during the World Baseball Classic. Him and Shohei Otani were playing meaningful baseball games and loving the sport like they never have before. They've never been able to showcase that during the MLB postseason because the Angels routinely miss the MLB postseason. And there's always been these questions with Trout, like why is he a generational talent but he isn't really the face of the sport? And I believe the biggest reason is because he's barely played in the postseason. That's when you become a big name. Mookie Betts became a big name because he led the 2018 Boston Red Sox to a World Series title. And I didn't even mention that Betts won the World Series with the Dodgers as well. I mean, that's why he's a signature player, and I feel like he's become more popular than Mike Trout. Mike Trout is a better player than Mookie Betts, but Mookie Betts has done it on the biggest stage possible, the MLB postseason, and Mike Trout has not been given that chance, and it's because of how the Angels have built the team. The Angels' biggest issue is clear. For the longest time, they've had bad pitching. They've invested all their money and resources on offense and ignored pitching altogether. At the height of the Angels, they had stellar pitching staffs. John Lackey, Jared Weaver, Irvin Santana, Bartolo Colon, not to mention closer Francisco Rodriguez. Yes, they had great hitters as well, like Vladimir Guerrero, but the pitching staff is what made them a consistent organization. Now, I know pitching is down all across the league. You no longer have a great five-man pitching staff, but the Angels don't even have three guys 
they can rely on every fifth day. That is what every team needs, and the Angels just don't have it. The best teams have elite hitting and elite pitching. They have both. The Angels have really only had one, and they're not even a great hitting team. They have Trout and Otani, and yes, I get it. Otani is clearly the ace of the staff, but asking him to be your sole ace is a big ask, and it's not enough. You need to put at least two more really good pitchers in that staff with Shohei Otani if you want to be a consistent playoff contender. And the other frustrating thing about the Angels is it seems like every year plays out the same way. They start off bad, then they start to play really good, but then Otani or Trout goes down with an injury, and then their season flushes down the toilet. You cannot keep doing the same things over and over again. That's insanity. You know that Mike Trout is going to miss some time during the season. You know that Shohei Otani is going to miss some time during the season. You need to build a roster that could survive their absence for at least a month at a time. I mean, you know how this is going to play out. You can't just lose Mike Trout and be surprised by that anymore, or you can't lose Shohei Otani and be surprised surprised by that anymore. Clearly, you're not going to be as good as a baseball team without them for a period of time, but you can't be bad and awful like they've been. They need to learn how to build a roster that can sustain itself without Mike Trout and without Shohei Otani. Now, that's a big ask, but other organizations do it. You can't lose one or two players and not have a good baseball team. The LA Angels haven't made the postseason since 2014. There are now three wild cards. That is inexcusable. You should always be in the mix. I mean, we're headed into September, and there's nowhere for the Angels to go. They are going to miss the postseason yet again, and they've spent a boatload of money to miss the postseason routinely is embarrassing, especially when every other team in that division is competing for a postseason spot. The Mariners right now are better than the Angels because of Julio Rodriguez, but not only do they have Julio Rodriguez, they also have a really good pitching staff. Then you have the Astros, who are a mini dynasty, and you also have the Texas Rangers. What did the Rangers do this offseason that the Angels have never done? They invested in a pitching staff. They brought in Nathan Avaldi. They brought in Jacob DeGrom. They brought in John Gray. And now they are one of the better teams in the American League. Now they have had their ups and downs this season, but the Rangers are in the mix to make the postseason. I think it's gotten to the point with the Angels where expectations are just so low by baseball fans because we all know how everything is going to play out with them. They've just become so predictable that they're going to miss the postseason at the end. No matter how good they're playing at any point in the season, you know it's going to fall apart, and they need to change that perception because they do have two of the best players in the game, and everyone in the country wants to see those two players play in the postseason. I mean, could you imagine Shohei Otani hitting and pitching during Game 7 of the World Series or Mike Trout playing in Game 7 of the World Series? I mean, we all want to see that happen. But we've gotten to a point now where if that does happen for either of these two players, nobody believes it's going to happen with the LA Angels. We always think it's going to be the same roller coaster ride over and over and over again. Something that really frustrates me about the Angels is their lack of self-awareness. I mean, I get it. They didn't trade Shohei Otani during the trade deadline because they thought they had a chance to keep him, and they clearly do now. I mean, his number has gone down. I think he's going to remain a member of the Angels. But if they do end up losing, 
losing Shohei Otani. It's inexcusable not to trade him at the deadline. And then they made moves to get Lucas Giolito and tried to make that push to make the postseason. There are many out there who believe the Angels should have traded Shohei Otani for a haul of major league players and a boatload of prospects and the idea being is that this team needs a drastic change and that's something that this team really hasn't been through in a while. A big change. Yes, they've changed managers, but it's the same story over and over and over again. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani are great, but the rest of the team, there's really not much to talk about. They haven't developed players. And what do I mean by that? The Angels don't have a core. Like the Dodgers have a core that you know is going to be there for a really long time. They have Mookie Betts. They have Freddie Freeman. They've always had Clayne Kershaw. There is a core of Dodgers. Max Muncy is part of that core. You know each and every season those guys are going to suit up for the Dodgers. When you look at those players, you think of the Dodgers. The Angels have two guys, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. When I was watching the Angels in the late 2000s, they had a terrific core that included John Lackey as the ace, Francisco Rodriguez as the closer, Sean Figgins as a great infielder, Vladimir Guerrero, Garrett Anderson. Again, guys who you looked at and thought of the Angels. They were cemented with the team. You knew they were going to be there each and every season. They had a core. You knew what the Angels were. They had a foundation. This current iteration of the Angels doesn't have that. They have no one on the team other than Trout and Otani who you know is going to be there tomorrow. And that's the biggest problem because every other team in baseball has that core. The Dodgers have that core. The Astros have that core. They have Jordan Alvarez. They have Jose Altuve. They have Alex Bregman. They brought back Justin Verlander. You look at those guys and you think about the Houston Astros. And I think this is a common issue for a lot of the teams missing the postseason in the American League right now. Like, my Boston Red Sox are missing a core. They don't have a core who you know is going to be a part of their building foundation. The same with the New York Yankees. All they have is Aaron Judge. Everyone else could be off the team next season, and I feel the exact same way about the LA Angels. How you build a team to win is you build a core who you know is going to be there for the long haul. The best teams in baseball have always had a core. It's not a one season we built a team and they won the World Series. It's these guys have been playing together for the longest time and that's why they keep winning. That's what the Atlanta Braves are doing. They're developing all these young players. They're locking them up and they're going to have a core that's going to be there for what? The next 10 years together so they can compete. They don't have to worry about changing up the team each and every season. And that's something that's happening with the Angels. Every year they have a new group of players who most likely won't last with the team. I mean, look at what the divisional rival Texas Rangers are doing. Yes, they brought in Jacob DeGrom and John Gray, but they also have developed young players. Adolis Garcia, Josh Jung, and Jonah Heim are young players who are going to be part of the core moving forward. That's what the Angels need to do is develop young stars who you know are going to be members of the LA Angels for 
the next five to ten years because time is running out with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. I mean, it's they're not going to be angels forever. Mike Trout isn't going to be one of the best players in baseball forever. There is a clock there. I don't know how many years left he has of being elite. I wouldn't bet him not being great for the next five years, but they need to build something other than him. Because let's face it, the Angels just spending money really hasn't worked out for them. Here's their signings. Albert Pujols didn't work out. Josh Hamilton didn't work out. CJ Wilson didn't work out. BJ Upton didn't work out. And currently, Anthony Rendon is one of the worst contracts in baseball. None of these deals worked and none of those players played their best baseball with the LA Angels. So which upcoming free agents should the Angels consider signing? One guy who should be atop of their list is Philadelphia Philly starter Aaron Nola. I believe this guy has become one of the most underrated pitchers in baseball. I know on paper he hasn't had a great season. I think he can be up and down, but I do believe he still has that potential to be an ace on a really good team, and I believe the Angels should be that team. Aaron Nola is a big game pitcher. He's been to the World Series with the Phillies. He is exactly the kind of guy that the Angels should bring in because he's been there before. That's something the Angels just don't have. Enough guys who have been in the playoff hunt, like a guy like Aaron Nola, who's on a Phillies team that might go back to the World Series. Bring in a guy with playoff experience because as good as Mike Trout is and as good as Shohei Otani is, they don't have playoff experiences like a guy like Aaron Nola who has just been to the World Series and was close to winning it all. Another guy in that similar vein is San Diego pitcher Blake Snell. This is a guy who's been to the World Series with the Rays. He's won a Cy Young. I know he can be up and down. I know he can be inconsistent, but he's going to take the ball every fifth day. And at this point, you know what Blake Snell is going to do for you. And every once in a while, he'll surprise you and pitch like a former Cy Young Award winner. And you don't need to break the bank for Blake Snell. You just have to give him a decent contract. The Angels just need a reliable starter. I believe if you added Aaron Nola and Blake Snell to the Angels right now, they compete for a wild card spot next season. And there is one potential position player I believe the Angels should go all in on, and that is shortstop Tim Anderson. He's won a batting title. He is one of the more exciting players in baseball. The White Sox have a club option. They're probably going to pick it up, but the Angels should look into trading for him if the White Sox pick up that option because I believe this is exactly what the Angels need. He's not a guy who just relies on being a power hitter. He's a contact hitter. He's exciting. He runs the bases. Now he's had a bit of a down season, but the White Sox aren't a very good team. I believe this could be good for both sides. This would reinvigorate Tim Anderson. He would be playing with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. I believe it would turn them into a playoff contender. Like they need a third bat in that lineup that people care about and are invested in. Get Tim Anderson, give him a long-term deal, and make him part of your core because he's young enough to be there for the considerable future. Yes, I understand that their number one priority is going to be Shohei Otani, and rightfully so, but they need to do more than just bring back Shohei Otani because just bringing him back isn't going to change anything. You're going to have the same issues. So the Angels probably are going to have to spend a boat 
boatload this offseason if they want to be a contending team next season. Now, does anyone really have faith that they're going to be a contending team? No, but they need to surprise people. And I believe getting Nola or getting Blake Snell or getting Tim Anderson would be a pleasant surprise that a lot of people would take seriously because it would be a serious move by the Angels and it would be a statement saying we care about winning because I think a lot of people don't think the Angels actually care. The perception is they just want to keep Mike Trout and Shohei Otani on the team to sell tickets. Like they're not showing you they're all that invested in making a playoff push. Yes, getting Lucas Giolito was a good move at the time. It didn't work out, but I don't believe you should have given up on him right now. What about next season? Giolito is too good of a pitcher to pick up for a few starts and then release him. When I first started to watch baseball, one of the most consistent organizations was the LA Angels. They had a manager in Mike Sosha who was always going to be there. He was there for what? 14 seasons with the team. He was consistent. He was at the helm and the team always played good defense. They played the game the right way. They won a lot of games. They pitched really, really well and they always were in the playoff hunt till the very end. They were routinely winning 99 and 100 games and man have they fallen hard. They started to fall at the end of the Mike Soja era. Then they brought in Joe Madden, another great baseball manager and he couldn't get the job done. Things are not right with the LA Angels. You have these two generational talents, but they don't know how to build a really good roster around those two, and that needs to change. Maybe the GM needs to change. Maybe the manager needs to change again. Something has to change with the LA Angels, because we're all sick of doing the same old song and dance, and I hope we don't have to do it next season, because at some point, if they keep the same roster, the Angels are going to play okay, and then Trout or Otani is going to get hurt, and then they're going to go through another landslide and not be a very good team at the end of the day. I do believe this is fair to point out. Nobody made Mike Trout sign this mega long-term deal with the team. He chose this team. He's loyal to a fault. And now if Shohei Otani chooses the Angels, why should I feel bad for him? He likes playing for the LA Angels, even though they're not a very good team. It's tough to feel bad for these players when they're choosing their own fates. I mean, the team is paying them well. They're producing on the field. The only thing that's not happening is winning. And who am I to say that they should be in a better situation when they're the ones choosing the situation? Like if Mike Trout tomorrow took the mic and said, I want out, this isn't working, every single person would be on his side. But he's not saying that. He clearly likes this organization. And the same with Shohei Otani. If he stays with the Angels, then he likes the Angels. I feel worse for fans, for fans of the Angels, because they're not doing anything to change the narrative. They're doing the same things over and over again. And the Angels are never going to compete with the Dodgers. They are LA's team. But for a long time, the Angels were consistent. They were right there. They were popular. They were talked about it for all the right reasons. Now the only reason we talk about them is because they're not producing even though they have two of the top 10, top 5 players in all of baseball and yet they can't make the postseason. They haven't been there since 2014. They need to make it in the next 2-3 to three years or nobody's going to talk about them ever. The Angels are one of the teams I'm going to follow the most during this offseason because I am fascinated.
fascinated. I think they're going to bring Otani back for a number between three fifty and four hundred million dollars. He's not going to get to six hundred because he may not be able to pitch next season, or his pitching will be paid by incentives. But more than that, I'm interested to see what the team does outside of re-signing Shohei Otani because this team needs a complete and utter makeover. They need to make drastic changes to this roster if they want to be competitive. There are three wild card spots now. There's no reason you should go a month of a season without contending, and that's what the Angels are going to do, and that can't be the case next season. It just can't. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe.